BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Monday. Hope everyone had an amazing, active, fun, blessed weekend. I know I did. I know you did. Yes, we both really had such active, fun, and blessed weekends. We were like literally just spreading the steamy vibes transatlantically. Yeah, continentally. Much better word, yes. Thank you. Continentally. Considering neither of us transed the Atlantic. I didn't? No, you didn't cross the Atlantic. You crossed the continent. Transcontinental. Transcontinental. She went to Las Vegas. I went to Las Vegas for 15 hours. You guys, I'm so dead. No regrets, because like I said, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. We're living in a post-pandemic world. Do not look for me. I don't want to be found. So it was a lot, but I had so much fun, you know, hanging with the gals. And I'm broken on the inside, but I kind of look like stunning today. So it's okay. It's that sweater. That's a really great color for you. The Pliny vibes always just bring out the brightness in everyone. I agree. And I know you guys are thinking, there is a heat wave hitting the Eastern Seaboard. Why are you wearing a wool sweater? Our studio is freezing. Mm -hmm. Freezing. So it's really hard for me to dress like as someone who walks to work in 82 degree and climbing heat, but who also sits in an ice box for an hour. No, it's so crazy. And I got the weather this morning from weatherman snitch. I don't know if you saw her Instagram stories, but she was letting everyone know the weather, which I actually found really helpful. So I dressed for a heat wave, like sort of just wearing a matching short set. You guys will see it in the post, um, the post show show picture, but yeah, now I'm cold and hot at the same time. It's really rough. I'm, we're sending love to anyone who is experiencing this heat wave. I was watching the local news last night before the Olympics because I was like so excited. We're going to talk about it. Don't yes. worry. And oh my God, they were like really like fear mongering. Like it, it is really scary, of course, because like power can go out in a heat wave and it's really not healthy for, you know, people to be outside for that long. So I'm just taking the advice of my local news anchor and I'm staying inside. Yeah. And I know that's going to be really hard for you. As someone who's so, like so I said, active. Out- and outdoorsy. Outdoorsy. Yeah. I really... It's going to be hard for me, but I do think I need to do what's best for my body. A hundred percent. So don't forget to stay inside. And Con Ed is like, really, everyone's just fear-mongering. Like, it's a heat wave. It's not a hurricane. Like, everyone, all the texts, like, we're preparing for an outage in your area. Like, chill, chill. Oh, I didn't get any texts like that. You didn't? Yeah, no. There's something about... The local news will have you fearing everything. No, and when you live in New York right now, like, it's just not the best time for New York. Like, lots of crime. There was literally a tourist shot in Times Square yesterday. Like, it's really easy for the local news to make you feel scared because there's a lot to be afraid of. They don't have to try very hard. No, they just have to report the news. Literally. 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 Um, well, I'm glad to hear you had a good weekend. I did. I mean, I went to Vegas and then I literally got back on Friday. So I had like the whole weekend ahead of me, you know? Yeah, that's a great amount of time to recover. So I landed at eight o'clock and I 
went home, I showered, I got into bed, my chicken teriyaki arrived, and I watched night one of the U.S. Uh, women's Olympic trials for gym- gymnastics, and I swear to God, I don't think I've ever been so happy in my whole life. Wow. There's something about when you're someone who is really a homebody pre-COVID, post-COVID, during COVID, there's something about when you are forced to leave your home and then you make the return. It's, I can't even, I don't even know if there's an adjective to describe it. It's joyous. No, and it's absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like you're always fond of your home, but then when you leave and come back, it just hits that much harder. Like I wish for you all like <laughs> the happiness that I felt in that moment, like clean hair. I had like, it was a big trip and I was excited about it, but it was a lot of work, you know, six hours there, six hours back. It was all behind me. Yeah. And that glee, I don't even know the word. It was so splendid. I think it's really like contentment on par with inner peace. I feel like contentment is like satisfaction. It's not, it was beyond satisfaction. It was literally like miraculous, magical. Like I don't even know the word. Wow, that sounds amazing. I had the opposite experience when I returned home yesterday because I was so fucking unwell. Like this migraine just took hold of me grasped at my brain and still hasn't let go and it's just so unfair it's so unfair and it's like why are you being punished I don't know and having a good time like I barely drank like you know grandma of the weekend grandma and I don't think anybody (laughs) suffered as much yesterday yeah as I did so now I'm starting to think like maybe it's not necessarily alcohol is just like physical exertion but I'm a Mm. pretty like active active outdoorsy person do you get a migraine when you do like a peloton run no Hmm. No, hmm. I don't know. I, I definitely have some. You know what? Tra- I have some A-B testing to do. This sounds like a case for a doctor. <laughs> no, and I, and I have a doctor. It was just like, it wasn't my time, you know? It's so sad. I'm so sorry. But yesterday I started the Redheads book because the episode drops on Thursday, The Nature of that Fragile Things by Susan Meisner. And all the Redheads have been chatting because we're all reading it and we all love it. So oh, good. It's, it's a win and I'm happy for Bex because it's a Bex choice. choice. And she's had some rough choices. When is the DeAndra's choice? Coming up on the podcast? <laughs> Deandra will be choosing next month. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, also, I started Malibu Rising on the plane. I was just like not in a place to read. Like I, I just, I couldn't get through like, I got through like two chapters. Like it was good. Like if I'm not in a mood to read, like you know, even the best book in the world, even, you know, the art of war, like nothing could make me want to read if I'm just not in the mood. I understand. But so you weren't in the mood. And no, it, not and at all. And it didn't all. make you in the mood. No, not at all. And so I brought what, my Kindle all the way to Vegas for like literally nothing. Your Kindle weighs 0. 0.003 pounds. Um, it's, it was annoying because I also had an iPad and even though I had TSA pre-check, if you have two electronics, like you have to take one out. So it was like, it was a burden. Okay. Okay. It was a burden. Sounds like you're being dramatic yet again. 100%. And also like, say you had been stranded, like no Wi-Fi, like you would be so glad you had your Kindles for emergencies. That's true. That's true. Um, also, a- what percent were you in Malibu Rising? Oh, I don't know. Oh, just curious. Because no. I, I finished that. It was really good. But I think you I already know, said that. It's definitely good. But it was like a turn up weekend. Like, what am I doing with my Kindle? No, I understand. You but know? sometimes, you know, contrast is everything. Everything. Yeah. We have an amazing show for you guys today. Of course, we have the Fast Five. We've got to talk about the Olympics. I also have a lot to talk about in TV recap because I did bring my iPad on the plane. And I started the new season of Too Hot to Handle. And I finished the entire season of Working Moms. And I just have, like, a lot to say. Okay. I almost started the new season of Too Hot to Handle. But it's episodic. And I, I just feel like those cliffhangers are going to get to me. And I want to watch it all together. It's so annoying. But we'll see. Like, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it, so maybe maybe I'll watch episodically. You never know. Well, they dropped four episodes. It's not like they dropped one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was Sorry. on the second that one, was, I think. That wasn't made clear to me. It said new episodes weekly. Like, I think one a week. I think they batch it, like, a week. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, is, is it as good as season one? Um, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a great show. I get Sorry, it. I didn't mean to ask you such a difficult no, because, question. You know what? I get it so confused with Love is Blind. Like, I really do. And to me, like, even if the next season of Love is Blind is so good, it's never going to be as good as that first season because the Mark and the Jessica, like, there was just so... It was so good. Yeah. And then I got confused for a second. But um, Too Hot to Handle is good no matter what. They always... They, they just cast, like, really great people. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm yeah. excited. My content plate is runneth over, but Me I feel too. like I've been catching up on the content. I really do. Me too. And as of this week, like, I'm going to be really good catch up on all the content. I'm so behind on, like, New York Housewives. But then I'm also going to take on this journey of Love Island starting today, right? I Oh, I don't know if it starts today, but I today love... Today or tomorrow. I love Love Island. I just want to be a part of something, you know? And <laughs> everyone's watching it. You will definitely feel a part of something because it's on every night. And so, like, you'll never feel alone. I know. That's, that is a lot. Yeah. Every but, night, like, Saturdays and Sundays? No. It's like five days a week. Okay. I think it starts Sundays. They take off like two days, whatever. Okay. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm also so behind on Shaw's Sunset, but whatever. Things happen. Things happen. People change. There's so many shows out there. So many shows. Yeah. Um, and we have all, to talk about all of them. We do have to talk about all of them. But before we get into the Fast Five, I just want to send love to everyone in Surfside in Miami, the building that collapsed there. I've been following it all Me weekend. Too. It's such a sad, tragic story. It's really, really upsetting. And it's like, what are the... Ch- it's like the most one in a million type of thing to happen. It's so horrific. And so I just want to... I like, I've been praying, yeah. just thinking about it so much. And so we would be remiss if we didn't mention it. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. And every time like I check for an update, it's just like, there's no good news. Like, no, no, there is not. But there we're super hopeful. Yet, but praying for a miracle. The Mexican and Israeli like special forces have arrived. <sighs> I'm just hoping that it helps. Yeah. It's really sad. But we're going to do what we do here and take our minds off of it for a little bit and deliver. The fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Mm, sorry, I'm just running my tongue over my smooth, delicious, brushed teeth. Ooh, yum. Mm. Mm, yum, yum, feels yum. so good. Um, so I'm assuming today's episode is brought to you by Bruch. Why would you say that? Because you just mentioned it. And I just want to say, so I got um, the new Bruch in the me mail. Too. The mauve. Which leaves me now with two brushes. So I have a travel Bruch now. That, so I don't even have to unpack. So I brought my travel Bruch to this weekend. And not only was like my sickening mauve Bruch just like sitting there waiting for me. Really but, like, glamorizing the rental. I felt like so orally. Sound. Superior. Yeah. Due to having a bruise this weekend. I'm so happy for you. Like, my dental hygiene did not suffer for one second, as you, as you would think it would on, on, a, a, girl's on trip. a girl's trip. Well, today's episode is brought to you by Bruce, and if that wasn't a sell enough, I'll sell it for you more. The Bruce is the best electric toothbrush on the market. One, because it works so well, very effective, and two, it is the most affordable. A lot of electric toothbrushes can go up to $200, which is a little nuts. But the Bruce comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks. It comes with a magnetic charging stand and, like Jackie said, a very compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program so you never forget to change your brush head again. They'll ship you new replacement heads for every six months so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. The design is very sleek. It's modern, aesthetically pleasing, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and it looks great on your bathroom counter. Get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use promo code TOAST at Bruce.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Amazing. Sign on. Be orally superior. I really like to orally sound better. Okay. You could be orally sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then you're superior to me. 
That's true, because yeah. you're just sound. Yeah, that's true. Okay, our first story, such exciting news. The U.S. Olympics gymnastics team 2021 Tokyo Olympics has been announced last night was the final night of Olympic trials. And we have Simone Biles, Sunisa Lee, Jordan Childs, and Grace McCallum will compete as the team, while Jade Carey and Michaela Skinner, also known as Kaylor Skinner, will compete <laughs> as individuals at the Tokyo Olympics. And also, in watching last night, for this Olympics, they changed the way that they chose the team usually they choose like five mm -hmm. and you wouldn't compete for like you wouldn't have a trial for like just to be an individual right so they switched it up for this year and they already didn't like it and they're going back to it for Paris mm. in four years but this is what how it will be this year okay I mean I watched Friday and Sunday like I'm so invested I think everyone knew that Simone Biles was of course going to come in first in the trials and was no doubt going to Tokyo um SUNY like literally this weekend was kind of all about SUNY like she is sickening like talk about someone who just made no fucking mistakes like so consistent and there was actually a lot of mistakes being made uh, Simone fell off the bounce beam a lot of people fell off the bars somebody couldn't finish Emily Lee couldn't finish her floor routine because she like face planted like there was so like I USA and they said this like on the telecast a million times now Celia Yukin was one of the um, broadcasters Looking she was so sickening good in Zimmerman. she was so good um they basically said like if you're on team USA like you're pretty much guaranteed to win a medal like USA is so dominant in women's gymnastics so I'm not worried about the team but I did see a lot of flops and I just think they're going to camp now and like we need to tighten up some of those loose ends I agree but I would also I'm happy to as see, I say judgmentally from no, my couch I, I know it's like you can't critique any sort of Olympian like as we just like sit on the couch like we can't even walk to our studio like, <laughs> like we're the laziest people on earth 100% but I I'm ha I'm glad not glad but I feel like if everything was so on point and perfect at the trials it kind of like leaves you know th for things to go wrong at the Olympics so if they're gonna make mistakes I'd rather do it in the trials. Uh, 100%. Simone was actually, I, she did like a post tr com competition interview and she was like super disappointed in herself. Like she didn't perform at the level that she wanted to, but she still came in first. Like that's yeah. just what happens when you're so elite, like top of your game, best in the world. Like I'm right. really not worried about like, Simone. The execute, like the difficulty scores are so high that she has so much room to. For error. For error because she's already performing at like just such a different level. And she's kind of like the Ali Raisman of the last Olympics because. Allie Raisin was like the grandma. She was the one who had been before. She was the oldest. And Simone was like, that's me now. Like, I'm going to impart wisdom on everyone. But what's interesting about all the girls is Michaela Skinner, who the last Olympics made it as an alternate and never got to compete. And I think that was like devastating for her because it was kind of like the end of her traditional gymnastics career. And she went to college to compete and then decided to try one last time. And she got COVID. She got pneumonia. Like, she's been through a lot. Um, and she made it as an individual. And she's 24, which is obviously very young but I think in gymnastics like it's like modeling like you have a very short span of when you can compete at that level yeah and so this was kind was, of her last chance her story was really interesting and inspiring also Simone Biles is 24 yeah so Simone Biles was like I'm the grandma yeah but, but Michaela Skinner hasn't competed, competed in the at, Olympics, in Olympics. yeah yeah so then there were also four alternates so it really did feel like a lot of the people that you saw like are still going to the Olympics they're, they're getting on the plane yes but a lot of them won't even be touching the tarmac you know yeah yeah no they'll touch the tarmac but they Not won't the tarmac, like, touch you know. a mat the floorboards yeah the vault yeah 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 um yeah also what I found to be so sad and I didn't realize was that the parents can't go to the Olympics this year they're what? not because of the COVID ban like they're not allowed to travel to the Olympics so they have to watch from home and I just think that that is like horrible so wrong so many of the Olympians are so young and like they 
oh, that's really upsetting. Really, really. Like, for so many different reasons. Like, for the parents who have put their whole lives. On hold. A, a, but, like, for 20 years, like. Do you know how expensive it is to train someone right, and, and get them to the like Olympics? And this is, like, the pinnacle of everything you've been working for. You don't even get to be there. You have to watch from home like us. Oh. Which is horrible. Everyone should also, get at least one person. But also, like, agreed. Their mom, like. For the girls competing, like, some of them are really young. And, like, yes. to travel internationally on your own, especially, like, knowing what we know about uh, U.S. gymnastics and how they don't protect the girls. The girls 100%. I, like, I'm not really not here for this decision. No, you're right. And there were, like, girls, I don't know what the minimum age is, but there were girls competing who didn't make the team but could have who were, like, 16. Yeah. I think at that point you have to have a parent travel with you, correct? They didn't say anything about that. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So let's go through everyone who made it because of course Simone Biles, like we knew she was going to make it the GOAT. Suni Lee was like really a star and I feel like she will bring lots of glory home for our country. Mm-hmm. Jordan Childs was making me hysterically cry. Like she was just, she's, that's why Ben was like, why are you so obsessed with watching the Olympics? I'm like, because you're literally watching people's dreams come true. And like Jordan Childs, is the epitome of that. Like, she almost gave up in 2016. She was just, like, over it. But she continued, and, like, now she made it, and she was, like, so happy. And her and Simone are, like, best friends. They, like, train at the same facility. Like, it was so cute and so inspiring. And, like, she's, like, all these girls, like, they're such good role models for young women. Like, it was so inspiring. And when she cried, like, I was crying. Yeah. No, she, and she did amazing. Like, every routine, I only watched last night, not Friday night. Every routine was so on point. And I think even though she, she came in third and only the top two were confirmed to go, like, you know, like the announcer said, like, Jordan's going. Going, yeah. So it was really the fourth spot that was, like, who will it go to? It was really between Michaela Skinner and Grace McCallum. Grace McCallum had, like, two one-thousandths of a point higher. Um, To be honest, I watched both nights, and I don't even remember much about Grace McCallum. She was just kind of, like, consistently good. That's Not, what you like to see. Yeah, so she was probably, like, a really good selection. I'm sure Michaela Skinner wanted that spot, position. But, but at, at least she got one. She's going, yeah. and uh, the more the merrier. 100%. I, I think it worked out really well that we have like six girls going and then four alternates yeah jade carey who was the second individual spot earned that spot like months ago yeah she won like a national title and she won all these different competitions that basically guarantee you one of the individual spots so she was like competing these last two days pressure free yeah must be nice must be nice because you could tell a lot of the girls were like quaking and really some of them buckled under the pressure oh my god it's so much pressure oh my god i can't even imagine first of all you're in a stadium that was full twenty thousand people so that in and of itself is scary you're also being televised on basic cable. Even more scary. Then what's at stake? Literally, for a lot of girls, this is their one and only chance to make it to the Olympics. And after this, they're just going to, you know, move on with their lives. I was thinking last night, and obviously, you know, I'm no Olympian, so I can't say. But I actually think that Olympic trials might, there might be even yes. more at stake than the Olympics. Because once you're at the Olympics, like, you are an Olympian. Yep. I think, and, and you know, you're there to just, like, perf- I mean, obviously to win, but to perform and have fun. And it's like... But to imagine working your whole life to work to be at the Olympic trials and not make it to the Olympics. Like your journey ends here. I would think that there's more pressure to just get to that Olympics. I thought the same thing. I think that the trials are definitely scarier because once you make it to the Olympics, you are officially an Olympian for life. And of course, you're going to try your best and do your best. But there's definitely, I think, less pressure. A hundred percent. Yeah. I wonder like if any, you know, Olympians are out there. Emma. Yeah, we have one toaster Olympian who's going to Tokyo. We knew that. We knew that. Um, Let us know if the trials you think have more pressure than the games. Well, there was also a lot of drama in the track and field, kind of harking back to what we were talking to earlier, the heat wave. They postponed it three hours because they were not going to make people run. It's happening in, I want to say, Oregon. Okay. 
and it was like 112 degrees. So they, of course, were not going to make the athletes run, put some in danger. So they ended up pushing it back like a bunch of hours. So that sucks. Like, imagine you're so geared up to like try and go to the Olympics and then like you have to wait four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that does suck. So that is the Olympics coverage. We, of course, will be keeping you abreast on all Olympic things. Um, this is your reminder to order your red, white, and blue outfits like from Amazon and stuff. Like, because um, the Olympics is almost here. Yeah, almost here. Really, really exciting. I'm glad that I watched last night. To like now, I have I'm familiar with the girls, their strengths, mm-hmm. what we should be looking out for. Yeah, and um, I've been watching a lot of track and field. I know I mentioned that to you. And honestly, it's so crazy to me that like the women run in underwear, and like I just I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Like like they're fully wearing underwear. Yeah, well, and I, I guess it makes sense. It's like the most aerodynamic. It's like a speedo, like a really tight pair of undies. I just can't get over it. No, I know, because, like, that would never happen for you or I. No. To run. No, and, like, if you want me to run, like, you've got to give me, like, a pair of anti-chafing biker shorts. A hundred percent. And then also what I was thinking is, like, the gymnast, to me, I think, and I'm not putting down other athletes, but I do think, as as far as Olympic sports goes, gymnastics is the most difficult. One, because you're not mastering one sport. You're mastering vault, bars. It's four. Mm -hmm. It's just... I don't feel like I need to explain myself. I feel like it is the most difficult Olympic sport. And they're wearing full glam. Like, I couldn't get over it. Like, they were wearing eyelashes. Their hair was in, like, these fancy braids and buns and gold eyeshadow. And I'm just like, damn, like... If, if I have to do something, like, really seriously, like, I can't wear any makeup. Like, I can't explain it. Like No, I was actually thinking about the glam, and it must be really fun, like, for them to be able to express themselves in yeah. that way. Like, and I feel, I feel like the glam will actually even be stepped up at 100%. the Olympics, you know? And I just, I think that's a really fun way to express yourself. I just, I don't think, like, I kept It's thinking, like, you're on television. Of course you're going to wear makeup. Yeah, but, like... I just felt like some of their buns were not secure and it was like making me nervous because I'm like, if that was me, I would literally need an entire bottle of gel and like 8,000 elastics. Some of the buns were stressing me out because they also felt like a little like floppy, floppy, yeah, yeah, like bouncing back and forth. But I think, you know, for the girls, it was the best bun for them. You know, I trust them that they're securing their buns. I was just like, that does not look secure. Yeah, no, I I feel you. I really am looking forward to see the hair and makeup um, at the Olympics gymnastics. Do you think they should do it themselves? I do. Me too. I do think they do it themselves. Because they want to feel like themselves. Yeah. Maybe not in Tokyo, though. Like, they are focused on other I don't things. think they have hair and makeup. I well, really... yeah. If their parents can't come, hair and makeup can't come. A hundred percent. I would hope not. Yeah. Um, so, we'll obviously keep your abreast. Um, I don't know what other trials are coming up, but I'll find out and I'll... And Claudia will let us know. The Olympics report doesn't stop here. Don't worry. Yeah. But it's not full Olympics coverage until you have pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Okay, you ready for our next... BRB, I gotta go fart on my pillow. LOL. Theo could do it for you. 100%. He probably already does. Definitely. Are you ready for our next story? Switching gears into some celebrity news. Sure. Cardi B is pregnant, expecting her second child with husband Offset. There's another baby on board for Cardi B and Offset. The rapper announced on Sunday that she's pregnant with their second child, sharing a nude photo of herself covered in white paint and cradling her baby pump. Hashtag number two. Well, I'm sorry. Number two. Hashtag two. Like, because the hashtag is... Well, actually, there's really no way to know what she meant. Yeah. Was it number two? Or or was it pound? Ooh. Was it tic-tac-toe? You never know. See, when I saw this, I was first so happy for her because I just love Cardi. But then I was also confused because I was like, 
we went back and forth so many times with Cardi and Offset breaking up, getting divorced, separated, getting back together, that I got like the Chloe and Tristan effect and like I no longer like kept up with whether or not they were together. So yeah. if you had asked me like two days ago, are Cardi B and Offset still together? I would have said I have no idea. So I guess this was her way of letting us know they're still together and they're expecting a child. And I think that's wonderful. Love to see a growing family. Yes. And they performed at the BET Awards and she showed off her belly. Oh, that's cute. That's mm-hmm. a very, like one of my favorite pop culture moments of all time yeah is when Beyonce performed Love on Top which is such a stunning song like and I, I actually feel like as a society we don't really talk about that song enough and then Beyonce performed it and opened her blazer and she had like a little baby bump and it was just like kind of like the most stunning thing I've ever seen in my life um and this is very much giving me that type of energy yeah definitely great energy to be giving off yeah um I actually go back on YouTube and like watch that video like maybe once a year Oh, that's good. An yeah. annual rewatch. You know how like when you're you go down like a YouTube rabbit hole, there's like five videos you like always watch. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, Fifth Harmony, like right after they graduated from X Factor and before they had like their own original music, they used to put out these covers on YouTube, and some of them are so stunning. They did a cover of Red by Taylor Swift. It's Gorgina. They also did a cover of Ed Sheeran's lego house so each video like a different girl chose the song you know oh cute so camila cabello was the one who chose lego house and then like she kind of made it like her thing and i forget i feel like it was maybe ali who chose red by taylor swift they're all really good i recommend you going down that rabbit hole so that's like kind of where i start we're all really good i think we're all choosing really good songs um so everyone has like that playlist of things and that beyonce one is definitely also beyonce singing in the back of the car in her documentary listen from dream girls that's also on Mm. my list Nice. Okay, cool. Maybe you share your playlist with What's us. What's on your list? Like, do you have, like, a go-to YouTube rabbit hole? Like, not really. I don't spend as much time on YouTube as you. I'm so sorry. You're, no, you're missing out. Don't be sorry. I'm no, sorry for you. And I'm sure you. if I, I thought long and hard about it, like, there's definitely um, moments mm-hmm. and, like, music moments that I do tend to watch often, but I'm being put on the spot. And I okay. Just, I can't think. I also watch All Too Well Performance at the Grammys. That's a really good one. Oh, that is a good one. I love a Super Bowl. That's yes. always, I, I would say that's my annual rabbit hole to watch like all the best Super Bowl performances. That's a really, really good answer. Thank you. Thank you, Claudia. That's really sweet. You're welcome. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. Something that you personally wanted to talk about. Yes, I'm ready for this. This was a Claudia request. It's the weirdest story ever. Courtney Love accuses Olivia Rodrigo of copying whole album cover. She says it was rude of her. Courtney Love is accusing <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo of copying the cover of Holes, H-O-L-E's 1994 album, Live Through This, for a promo without giving her credit. The famed cover features a prom queen wearing a tiara, uh, tiara and holding a bouquet of flowers, celebrating her big win as mascara has smudged below her eyes from crying. Rodrigo's image shows her wearing a tiara, holding a bouquet of roses, and traces of mascara running down her face. Okay, I hadn't looked at the two side by side. They're super similar, like no doubt. They're similar. I really don't think Olivia Rodrigo copied Wait, it. Wait, just hold on. Okay. Courtney Love then posted this side-by-side on her Instagram with the caption, like, spot the difference. difference. Pound twinning. Pound twinning, yes. Then Olivia Rodrigo commented, like, yes, like, live through this photo. It's, like, one of my favorites. Whatever. Basically agreeing that it was a source of inspiration. Oh, okay. To which Courtney Love wrote the weirdest response back. Is it in that article? You have to read it. It's so funny. But uh, not no. Not then on Courtney Facebook. Love was okay. like responding to people's oh. comments on her Facebook okay. page. Okay, this one, Olivia, you're welcome. My favorite florist yes. is in Notting Hill, London. DM me for deets. I look forward to reading your note. Basically, like Wink. you should send me flowers. Stop. My favorite florist is in Notting Hill. I'm looking forward to reading your note. Oh my god! So at first, people were like, at first, I thought her post was kind of innocent. Like, look at me inspiring the youth. Like, so cute. Yeah. 
Olivia's comment was so cute. I thought it was all good. And then that comment made me realize, like, she's butthurt about this. And then, I guess, that Instagram post, she also shared to her Facebook page. And then she was from her official Facebook page. And someone Responding said, to a million people. Someone said, I honestly can't tell if you're mad or not, bestie. And Courtney Love said, she didn't ask. So, a bit of both. I dig manners. So now it's like this overall question, which by the way, Olivia Rodrigo did post a series of inspiration photos on her Instagram story where she got the inspiration for this photo. And most of it was from the movie Carrie. Okay. Which I think we can see, you know? Yes. In the photo. There you go, Carrie. So do I think that this photo was a source of inspiration? I do. They're really, really similar looking. But now it's like where, this is just like a question I feel like we talk about a lot. Like where's the line between copying and inspiring? And I feel like this album from 30 years ago, like, I don't know if you can really be copying an album from 30 years ago. Like, if it's that old, like, it, it's automatically inspiration, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't I don't think I have an official opinion on the matter. No, me neither. I, I actually don't really care. I just, um, I think what's worth talking about here is Courtney Love, like, bullying an 18-year-old. Yeah, no, it's definitely a weird way to go about it for yeah, sure. to get your point across yeah but they are similar yeah and you know Though, what like a concept of a beauty queen like crying is not the most original yeah it's not like it's a trope you know like yeah and, and if it, you look thus far at like all of olivia rodrigo's like imagery for her album it's very much like angsty teenager like in yeah. the good for you she's like lighting the gym on fire while she's in her cheerleading uniform so there is this like high school theme high school rebellion and prom does happen in high school. Yeah. So I don't really feel like it's a big deal, but the comment about um, sending her flowers is so funny. Yeah. And I kind of love this. Like, did I think this year we were going to get a Cordy Love versus Olivia Rodrigo knockout? No, I did not. Am I upset that we did? Absolutely not. No, once again. No, not at all. Well, interesting. Beef of the day. Beef, B-O-T-D. Beef Fuck of your the outfit day. of the day. This is the beef of the day. <laughs> We need more beef of the day. You know what else we need more of? Comfort. Yes. Stress relievers. Yes. Therefore, we need more by the logic theory. Yeah. Therefore, we need more hush blankets. Yes. Let's talk about the quality of your sleep. The reality is over 160 million Americans struggle with sleep and Hush is here to help. Hush is a wide range of sleep essentials for every sleeper. Whether you're a hot sleeper or a cold sleeper, Hush has what you need to get the job done. They carry everything from pillows and sheets to their best-selling weighted blankets, which I have had for over a year. It is the best. And they even have their iced weighted blankets that keep you cool all night because if you're a warm person, you get sweaty in your sleep, you might not think that a weighted blanket is the best one for you, but they have an iced weighted blanket, which literally the technology will keep you cool all night. If you're looking to improve your nightly rest naturally, Hush is the answer. Um, They also give back. So they, from day one, they have donated one in 10 adult blankets and one in five kids blankets to those in need around the world. So you can feel good about your purchase. You're sleeping better knowing that everyone is sleeping better. So if you're looking to upgrade your sleep, head over to hushblankets.com and use the code toast for $40 off your next purchase. It's valid on all products. Again, that's hushblankets.com. The code is toast for $40 off. It's the biggest discount they offer. So make sure to check them out. Um, you won't be sorry. Like my weighted blanket is still in pristine condition and I got it over a year ago and it, it travels from, you know, my living room to my bedroom and it's just fabulous. It's a well-traveled blanket. Yes. Much like its owner. hundred percent. Okay. Next story is a little Annie live casting news that I'm so obsessed with. Like I was already watching Annie oh live my setting my DVR. Jackie. Okay. So before the show started, you were telling me the stories and then you said, 
And then I have one Annie Live story, but I don't want to tell you what it is. I want to surprise you on camera. I thought you said Andy Live, like a Watch What Happens Live, like special. Oh, well, no, honestly, I think this is more exciting. Okay. Actually, so we have Miss Hannigan. We always have a Watch What Happens Live special. Yeah. We, we have, have Miss Hannigan. Hannigan played by Taraji P. Henson. And now we have Daddy Warbucks. Oh, okay, okay. Um, give me a clue. Okay. Is he bald? No. Okay, okay. Actually, very nice head of hair. Ooh. Someone who I am always saying is like so underrated. Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> no, Jacob Tremblay should play. Kelly Clarkson. No, no, no. But like okay. you're getting warmer. Oh, I am. Like, Andy so, Cohen. Sort of. No. Okay, give me, give me like, a different clue. Okay, someone who is so multi-talented. You probably like wouldn't when you think of a multi-talent, like you don't. Ryan Seacrest. No, you oh. don't necessarily think of him. But then when you think about him, you're like, oh, he's done so many things. Does he sing? Yes. Zach Efron? No. Older. Hugh Jackman! No, close. Ooh, fuck. Close. Um, ooh, I'm so excited. Okay, um, close. Okay, so like musical theater, right? Like who does singing? Okay, I'll give you more clues. And in their roster of things that they've done, they can sing. They can host a daytime show. Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. Wow, that's really good. Isn't that really you good? You do love Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> I just like, I, I don't even know his music or anything. Me just neither. a few times that he's crossed my path, like his t his talk show I thought was so good. He was great on American Idol. And he Idol. was great on American Idol. Such good feedback. Yeah, and just like a nice guy. A hundred percent. And he's going to be amazing in Annie Live. Here's a question. Is he going to shave his head? I hope not. Who said Daddy Warbucks had to be bald? Me! I said it. I feel like Daddy Warbucks could Sorry, have, I just wanted to be authentic. Daddy Warbucks could have gotten hair plugs. That's true. A lot of time has passed technology. And like he has so much money. Why yeah, wouldn't he? That's true. I mean, some people like to be bald like on purpose. A hundred percent. But maybe Daddy Warbucks was feeling insecure. He said, I want me a nice set of hair. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. That's so good. So far, we're two for two on yeah. casting. Like... I am so excited about Annie so Live. So just remind me, because you know my memory is bad. So it's like a live TV thing? Yeah, you know how like... Like Grease and Rent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I, like I think this has the makings of being fantastic. That's really... And you like someone with a performing background. Like it's a, like to do those live performances, it is so much. Like your timing has to be perfect. Your blocking has to be perfect. Your vocals have to be on point. Like it's truly like being on Broadway. Yeah. They need Nick Jonas. He's really actually good at stuff like that. He is, but who can... But I don't know what role there is for him. No, but maybe he'll be in, you know, another NBC yeah. Live production. Because there's actually, like, a, a really short list of people in Hollywood who are appropriate for roles like this, who can act, sing, and dance, and who have a background in theater. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for everyone. No, it's not for everyone, but it is for Harry Connick Jr. That is wonderful, wonderful news. Thank I'm you. I'm very happy for him, and I'm really happy for us, because it looks like... I don't want to jinx it. It looks like we have something to look forward to. It looks like Annie Live is shaping up to be quite the production. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to who they cast as Annie, but I don't know that many child actors. It'll be, um, I think, like a new face, because we don't even... There's no obvious... Yeah. Young. Like, all the kids from Stranger Things are too grown now. I'm not familiar with the space, so I don't think... Even they... though that redheaded girl from Stranger Things, like, when she was younger, when the show first started, she would have been good. Yeah. Even though Annie's, like, really young. Yeah. No, she's, she's like, like, 10. Eight. Oh. I think she's, like, 8. Yeah. I don't know. We'll get a confirmation on that, though. It's, it's super young. I do think that'll be a fresh face. Yeah, I'm excited to see what camper nabs the role. Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. So I, I hope there's a role, a space for Jacob Tremblay. I do hope so. Me too. I do. But maybe, why can't Annie be Anderson? <laughs> so true. Anderson live. Or Andy. Andy. It sounds the exact same. 100%. I thought you literally said we were talking about Andy Cohen. So we That's were so true. So true. Harry Connick Jr. Okay. Okay. So we'll keep you updated on all the Annie Live casting news. This is your one-stop shop for Annie Live 
and Olympics coverage, and NBC is not even paying us. Jackie, can I tell you something? Sure. I know why you're obsessed with Harry Connick Jr. Share. So when we were on The Breath, we like mentioned him once. I think we were talking about American Idol, how he's like really handsome and like a good judge. And then we were like, he has a daytime show. And like his producer reached out and gave us tickets. And literally the day she emailed us was the day his show got canceled. Oh my God, I don't even remember that. You don't? Not, it doesn't even ring a bell. That's crazy. Maybe I'm making it up. No, no, no I'm no, not. No, no. I don't think you are. I don't think you would. It's so tough to know, you know? <laughs> it's so tough to and know. And when you're not here to fact check, like you don't remember what I'm talking about, there's really no way. Maybe you were going to surprise me with the tickets and no. so you never shared. I mean, I don't have access to my old email anymore because I was fired but if I did I bet you I could find it or maybe she emailed me personally let me check hold on okay how do you spell conic c-o-n-n-i-c-k harry I'm telling you n-n-i-c-k hmm it's not looking good I don't know like Still how searching. that would come up on your phone yeah no it's uh it's not it's not here okay well it is what it is. Maybe we'll get tickets to Annie Live. Yeah. For being so, like, enthusiastic. That'd be so cool. We're, like, literally the biggest supporters. I agree. I haven't heard anyone else talking about it. No, if it weren't for you, I literally would not even know that this is a thing. I mean, it is really early stages. Like, the whole There's, place hasn't even been cast. They haven't even been rehearsing. There's no Annie. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I guess it makes sense why there's not like a ton of press. Yeah, but still, we can get we can be excited about something. Of course, normalize being exciting about things. Like I feel life like, is all about having things to look forward to. Hundred percent. Because I actually woke up today and I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to complain that it's Monday. Like we have a holiday. We have July Fourth, and honestly, after this, we don't have anything till August for the Labor Day. But you know what? We do have in between the Olympics and my birthday. Thanks for remembering. Um, yeah, like and you know what we have before Labor Day. Bruno's birthday now that's gonna be something to celebrate yeah so all I'm saying is like life is it's true life is all about just like getting to the next thing you have to look forward to it and currently we need to acknowledge the space that we're in we have a bunch of like you know federal holidays coming up we have a few days off of work we have life experiences to look forward to normalize like planning your life around things you look forward to 100% I think a lot of people do either inadvertently or you know advertently or consciously like us like I really that think that's how I live my life just like what's the next thing I'm going to be excited about which is why I think COVID was so hard yes because there was nothing to look forward to and not even like the idea of like okay well in a in six months we yeah. have like we, it was just a one big question mark no and the things that like were the equivalent of what we're looking forward to like we did like these fun Saturday night zooms like it was really hard to get excited about that really really hard like painstakingly difficult yeah are you ready for our fifth and final story? Something else to look forward to? A little podcasting news? Is it the final story? Do, 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 do. We can't be stopped. Do, 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 do. No, no. Um, felt good. You know what? Felt we kind of took the shame out of it, you know? No, I feel so good about it. Like, I know people love it so much. And for me, like, the, this show is a journey. You know, we we start out high, good morning millennials. There's ups and downs. And like, by the fifth story, Peaks you, and valleys. you could be fatigued. But that final story song is the serotonin boost that we need. I and feel strongly. No, and I feel like sometimes when you're listening to a podcast, you like kind of daze out and you like miss a couple minutes. But then this song brings you right back into the final story. A hundred percent. And the final story is usually... Pretty mindless, so. No, I feel like the final story is always, well. Business or food or. Yeah, just like something that you can bring up at the dinner table. But this is actually just some more celebrity news. Podcasting news. Tana Mojo nabs a multi-million dollar podcast oh. deal. YouTube star Tana Mojo has nabbed a multi-million dollar podcast deal to launch and host a podcast called Cancelled with Tana Mojo. Um, I think actually, uh. 
we have the trademark to the word canceled. <laughs> in partnership with the Paragon Collective and DWE Talent, Page Six can exclusively reveal. They're told Mojo's cast will cover pop culture and current topics and will feature influencers and celebrities talking with her in her newly built West Hollywood studio. Mm. She said, I'm finally ready to talk about everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. I've had many offers to do my own podcast, but now is the time to open up the vault. I mean, I have recently become like a intrigued by Tana Mojo. Um, and I watch her YouTube Deeply videos. Intrigued. Yeah, I watch her YouTube videos, but they're so inconsistent. Like she just doesn't have, I don't think, like a rhythm and a frequency and when she puts them out. So the thing with the podcast is that in order to be successful, like you have to be really consistent. So I'm actually looking forward to having Tana content every single week. Yeah. Do you think she's going to film it and record it? Because I'm really a visual person. I love a web show. I do feel like more people are filming and recording now. I think like every major podcast does. Yeah. So I hope that she does because I, of course, would prefer to watch it as a video. And that's because we were raised on iCarly. Yeah. No, but also because like that's what we do and we yeah. do it because that's what we would want to see. Yeah. Um, also, I, be, I became so deeply intrigued with Tana Mojo at one point that I watched the Jake and Tana show on MTV. You did? I watched the first episode, like, just no, to see what was... No, it wasn't the Jake and Tana show. It was, it was Tana Turns 21. Yes, yes, yes. But Jake was on it. Yeah, because they were married. Yeah, Tana Turns 21. That was because they were married. Yes, exactly. Just to see what was going on in the world of Tana. No, it's very intriguing. Like, she's kind of all over the place. And honestly, even the paparazzi team, Bryce, on God. Like, she... And she's... No, like, I'm telling you, like, I follow her on TikTok. I follow her on all these platforms. Like, I'm kind of obsessed. No, I'm, like, literally about to buy her OnlyFans. Also, I listened to her episode of Call Her Daddy. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. I she watched it, too. She has so much to say. Yes, I watched it. So much to say. So good. Like, I think this is a girl who can talk and do a podcast. I think this is a no-brainer. Me, too. I also think it's a girl who's, like, lived a lot and, like, grew up really fast and, like, could probably offer some insight into all of that. And she's, like, always going out. Like, like seeing people, meeting people. Like, she is... I feel like she has new stories. I'm surprised we haven't run out of shit to talk about when literally all we do is sit in our house. Like, 100%. There's really not much content to talk about when you stare at your TV all day. But we we find a way, and it's never been an issue. Because you want to know why? We were raised on Drake and Josh. I found a way. I I found oh, speaking a way. of, we didn't report, Pleated but last guilty. week he pled guilty. Yeah. Drake Bell to, like, endangering a child. To, yeah. And it came out that, like, to what, child stuff. what he was guilty of was engaging in an inappropriate relationship online with a 14 or 15 year old that sometimes quote unquote turned into a sexual nature but always online or IRL? i believe it was always online whoa yeah mm. so that's the follow-up i'm still waiting on the follow-up from the josh duggar case but that one is a case for the fbi literally so i think it'll be a little while longer before we figure out what happened yeah your but nails look amazing Thank you so much. I've been admiring them this whole time, and I just felt like interrupting you to let you know that. I love being interrupted, <laughs> and I love being given compliments. So are they're not press-ons. They are. What? Yes. I'm telling you. I've been telling you guys about Chill House. They're the best press-on nails. This is not sponsored. I now get targeted for press-on nails. I get targeted for Chill House just because I'm your sister. <laughs> and I'm open to other companies, and I found this really cute one, and you could customize everything. $90 for a set of press-on nails that you have to take off in the end and throw them out. These are $16. Like, you literally cannot put a Those price on it. Those look better than any ones you've ever done. No, it I It looks know. like you're, like, snitch, and you went to Gloss Lab, and you asked for a cool French manicure. I know. Like, literally, <laughs> I'm obsessed. Like, nobody listens. And by the way, I put these on before Vegas, and not one has fallen off. I did a really good job applying them. Sometimes wow. I do, like, a shitty job. You want me to get these for you? I would try them. Yeah. They're really cool. And you could file them. So like some of mine are a little long. I need to like file no, them they down. Look, they look excellent. They give you like a little buffer. And I didn't even know because I'm so new to the press on game. 
you can file a press on nail and make it the shape that you want, make it shorter, make it skinnier. Like, it's so customizable. That's really cool. No, I'm obsessed. They look amazing. Thank you so much. Um, let's dive into the TV recap because I have a few things I want to talk about which is brought to you by Honey. We all shop online and we've seen that promo code feel taunt us at checkout, but thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past because Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that sell tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands. I've used it for clothes, for makeup, for tech. Like, I've used it on everything. I've been using Honey since before they were a sponsor because the toasters told me about it. It's literally free money. Like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Basically how it works, you're shopping online. When you check out, Honey will drop down, and all you have to do is click apply coupons, and they'll do all the work for you. They scour the internet, find the best code that'll save you the most money. Um, and it's actually a no-brainer because if you don't do it, you're – just like wasting money. No, literally. If you like to shop or someone say, if you like to invest, yeah. you need Honey. I recently even just was buying makeup online. Honey hooked it up, promo codes, free samples, everything yes. of the sort. So it's free to download when you go to joinhoney.com slash toast. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's free and installs in a few seconds. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the toast when you go to joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. Love it. Thank you for that, Claudia. Okay, so I watched all of Working Mom season five on um, the plane to Vegas. It was there's such short episodes and it's ten episodes. I love the show. I really, really do. Um, I felt like some of the seasons have been better than others. This one was really good, except it's one of those seasons where you're watching one of the main characters just like go down a dark path and like make all the wrong choices. So I can't remember any of the women's names. Um, Anne, who is like not a main character, but she's always been my favorite. It was kind of like her season. Like she gets this book deal and she's just like making bad choice after bad choice after bad choice. Like spoiler alert, she's a psychologist and she starts um, like hanging out in a bad crowd in this new town she moved to. And then she gets her book deal and she's just like making bad decisions. It was just like really frustrating to watch. And I hate shows like that where it's like everything goes wrong before it has to go right, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but it's just, like, a really good show. It's such a weird show. It's, like, Canadian, and it's, like, not even popular, but I love it. And Netflix, like, brought it to the States. It's very, like, Schitt's Creek vibes in that sense. It's really good. I actually think you would like it. I, you guys told me about it Olivia once. loves it. Yeah. And Olivia so I, loves it because she's a working mom. I put on season one once, and five minutes in, I, I didn't like it, but I didn't give it a chance, to be honest. It's easy and fun. I wouldn't say it's something you have to watch. Okay. But I do enjoy it. Okay. Thank you for the honesty. Then I watched Too Hot to Handle. And it's really, I like forgot about it. It's such a good show, but it's really interesting to watch. Now that the show got so popular, it's harder to trick them. Because remember the first day they get there, they think they're going on like a Love Island type of show yeah. and that they're just going to be fucking and drinking all weekend. I mean, all summer. And it was harder to trick them. So this time they went to extreme lengths. They told them they were going to be on this show called Parties in Paradise. They had a fake host who was Jeff Dye. Is that the guy Chris and Cavallari was dating? Yes. Yeah. So he's like the fake host until the robot comes and, you know, fucks everything up. And I thought it was so interesting. They had to really go out of their way to not let people think it's at a new location. Like, yeah, because the show is so popular. It was easy to trick them the first time. Yeah, no, but that sounds like they were able to trick them again. There are so many reality shows. Yeah. And they really went to like extra lengths to um, fool the people and I think that they were all like 100% fooled that's awesome yeah it was, it was really well done and the Jeff Dye of it all was like 
just too many pop culture intersections happening for me. It was overwhelming. I'm only two episodes in, but there's a lot of like really, really pretty girls and really hot guys. Obviously, that's the point of the show. That and they are too hot to, to handle. handle. Yeah, and it's good. I don't know if it's going to be as chaotic because I don't get the vibes from anyone yet that they're just like willing to break the rules. Like that was like Francesca and that girl Haley. Like they were just like fucking shit up for everyone. Yeah. There's really, I'm not getting that energy, but I'm only two episodes in. So there might come along, you know, they do send new people, right? I don't know. I have like a vague recollection of like three people showing up on a boat last yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you never know. And we just are getting to know these people. But there's, it's an interesting crowd. And I like that they cast people from all around the world. So it's like really different vibes, personalities, cultures. Like it's it's really a, a good way of doing a show. There's like people from Florida and there's people from Ireland. Like it's good. Um, and I think you'll enjoy it. It's, it's really like a good show. And Netflix does reality TV very, very well. Yeah, it's easy watching. It's such easy watching. Mm-hmm. I'll finish the first draw probably today. Okay, maybe I will too, though I have to finish The Nature of Fragile Things. I'm really like looking forward to finishing it. I'm not like just trying to speed read. I really want to enjoy it because it's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a good, hearty book. And is it... Let me check my watch. Is it too late to oh, no. become a redhead? No, I'm, I'm worried. It's not too late because it's never too late to mm. become a redhead. Thank ever. God. If you think like, no, redhead's not for me. I don't read. Why not? Treat yourself. Read an amazing book. Change your perspective on some stuff. Change your perspective on things. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I watch. you have any TV you want to recap? Or no, is that our show? I think that that is our show. I, was, I tried to start something on Thursday night before I went away. Um, like a... A period piece? A period piece. And I was just... It wasn't for me. It was called The Collection. It was like post-war Paris. And I was just like, nah. Nah. I watched the first episode enough to be like, nah. Nah. (laughs) Well, that is our show, you guys. Happy Monday. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. Anywhere. Anywhere. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us in Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Tuesday's show and more positive vibes. Yes, for sure. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.